Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Charity Charge Show. Uh, I wanted to say for a moment they're sitting across from me, but of course we're in quarantine. So uh, zooming in all the way from San Diego, California is Cassie Veaton, who is the executive director of the John W. Brick Foundation um, and also just has her hands in a lot of other really worthy nonprofit causes um, throughout her whole life and her career and also you know, as a, as a volunteer and close supporter. So Cassie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Sure. It's a pleasure to be here, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I actually do want to correct that because I don't want uh, John or Lynn or Vicki uh, or, or, or Victor rather to get upset. I'm going to pronounce it in its fullness. It's the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation. Um, I want to make sure that I get some of the details here right. Um, you know, as a close family friend, I can't screw something like that up. So um, right. well, nonetheless, I really appreciate this coming about. I know we were emailing last week and I'm really, you know, excited to spread some awareness on the initiative that you're pulling together, um, both, you know, through the foundation and with some other really great partners. Um, it's the Never Alone, a global mental health summit. This is going to occur on May 22nd and 24th. I also know you have some great partners. So Curious just to start, can you talk a little bit about um, what is this summit um, in and of itself? Well, sure. I'll start with the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation, which was founded by Victor Brick and Lynn Brick, who are some of the largest franchise holders of the Planet Fitness um, Health Club franchise and have also been pioneers in the fitness industry since the 1980s. And so they have been very successful over time. And they had a brother, John Brick, who suffered from schizophrenia. And throughout his entire life, uh, lots of medication, lots of therapy, institutionalization. And it was kind of an ongoing, you know, <clears throat> getting better, getting worse, getting better, getting worse, causing a lot of pain for himself and the whole family. And never once was he offered as any part of his treatment, anything around nutrition, exercise, mind-body practices. Um, and so, you know, it was such a narrow approach to treating mental illness that ended up with him dying of, of complications of schizophrenia. And so the BRICS became very interested in directing their philanthropy toward changing the way the world treats mental health. In other words, making it more holistic, doing research on how exercise, nutrition, healthy lifestyle choices, mind-body practices benefit mental health. And so uh, they've been around for, the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation was founded and it's been around for about four years now. And they've been able to donate over $1.3 million to science on mind-body practices and how they can help people be more resilient um, to stress and deal with mental health issues, and also to programs like uh, installing fitness centers into um, community clinics that deal with severely mentally ill folks and um, the Ch Johns Hopkins Child Psychiatry Unit, for example, and being able to support programs that give gym memberships to veterans and not only gym memberships, but also online coaching through the Catch a Lift Fund. And so at this point I, with the I want to really yeah. acknowledge that for a second because you know I jumped right into what's looming around the corner which we will you know get into but I'm really glad that you gave the the preface and the background there um you know being close friends with with um 
their son, John Brick. Um, I, you know, I've gotten to see up close and personal um, some of the different initiatives of the foundation. Um, last year, I was at the race um, that they hold, held generally annually, and they would have had one actually um, this past April had it not been obviously for what's going on with COVID-19. And so first and foremost, you know, just what I've seen, just my experience working with a lot of different nonprofit organizations, it is always about that why, that origin. And I've certainly had the luxury and, and the privilege to be able to interview and speak with a lot of um, nonprofit founders and those that, you know, have been in the philanthropic world for a long time coming, yourself included. I think it's really just interesting as people listen to the podcast and think about ways that they can get involved with what you were doing or the cause area of mental health or just whatever they're passionate about. I think it's really awesome when we can see um, contextual examples. And I, I love how obviously their, their career and their, their business has been built in the um, fitness industry and their, and then that personal um, connection through uh, Victor's brother to, to this cause. And then the different initiatives that you're talking about of giving, um, you know, gym memberships or installing equipment. And then obviously the cross with um, over to uh, mind, body, health, healthy living, healthy eating. It's amazing. And, you know, I've been taking not as frequent as the bricks, but quite often now cold showers. You know, I was inspired. They had Wim Hof out. Uh, last year, and I know he's been a, a big supporter of their initiatives. And so I, I'm really glad that you touched on that to start this because it's really, really uh, important to acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have had, in fact, the, the research project that we funded at UC San Francisco is being conducted by Alyssa Apple, who is a <clears throat> pioneering um, stress researcher, and she was really interested in the Wim Hof breathing method and the use of exposure, you know, voluntary exposure to very cold temperatures, cold showers, cold baths. Um, they call Wim Hof the Iceman. And so it's actually a rigorous um, scientific study looking at the effects of Wim Hof breathing in the cold and hot therapy versus meditation on people who are dealing with depression or struggling with stress. So we're really looking forward to getting the results of that study. And like you said, we've had this um, 5K race in Baltimore every year to raise awareness and raise money for the foundation. And this year it was scheduled for <clears throat> April 26th. And we were also having a global 5K where people could run from their homes but when the COVID crisis hit, we recognized that we couldn't have an in-person gathering. And so we pretty quickly pivoted to how can we help people at home who are dealing with some of these issues. So I reached out to some, <clears throat> pardon me, partnering foundations, um, one of which was the Chopra Foundation, headed up by Deepak Chopra. And they have an initiative called Never Alone, which is a suicide prevention and mental wellness initiative. So we decided to partner up in creating this global mental health summit, a three-day summit on May 22nd through 24th, which is really bringing this holistic focus to mental health um, globally, live streamed, completely free. <clears throat> and so we've got over 70 speakers, including Deepak Chopra, Ariana Huffington, um, Peter Coyote just signed on, Mariel Hemingway. Zach Williams, who's had his own journey with mental health, but especially with the death of his father, Robin Williams, who also dealt with mental health issues. Um, we've just added 
like the former director of the World Health Organization and the lead mental health person at the World Economic Forum and dozens of scientists and physicians and psychologists and also um, people who you may not have heard of, but that have extraordinary stories of their own um, survival <clears throat> through mental health issues. And so we're really excited about this because we think it's going to bring a lot of um, light to people who are at home, whether or not they deal with mental health issues themselves, or they have a loved one who does, they work in the mental health industry, but then really also anyone who wants to build their mental and emotional resilience, because what we are seeing now is that the mental health pandemic is being called the parallel pandemic. So people who are facing losing jobs, losing income, being quarantined, um, <clears throat> there's already a significant um, intensification of mental health symptoms, even in people who never had them before. And so we think this is going to be a really important offering, um, not only just to bring that kind of encouragement into people's lives, but particularly with that holistic focus. I love it. I think it's really amazing, just everything that you're pulling together. And, and I want to read, if you'll, if you'll give me the liberty of doing it, with all the power of what you just said and all of the partners that you've pulled in together, I thought that when you had sent over some information to me in advance of this podcast, um, I just want to read something to the audience that I help brings, think brings a lot of clarity to it. Um, you had written that our goal is to reduce suicide and ease people's day-to-day -day lives, helping them know they are connected to a global community, as well as reducing stigma and open up opening up the mental health conversation in a new way for the future. It will mean the world to people who are having a hard time. Our focus is on whole person approaches to mental health. Um, excuse me, is on whole person approaches to mental health. And I think that I, I, what I really think is amazing is I've, you know, just dealt, everybody we've kind of started talking this deals with their own things, you know? I mean, candidly, like I think, Personally, my perspective, just with myself and then other close friends, talking to friends and family, you know, it's, it's only increasing right now as you talk about with COVID-19. But I think a lot of this, which is, which is great and I applaud, is your focus on reducing the stigma, you know, and it's okay to start to have, um, for people to have conversations about this. And I really think it's amazing that this is, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but, but people that want to attend or be a part of it, this is a free offering. Is that correct? It's completely free, and um, it's been incredible how everybody has been more than willing to contribute their time to come and speak at no cost. And, um, <clears throat> and yeah, you know, we view mental health as a continuum. And so, you know, rather than thinking, well, there are people who have mental health issues and there are people who don't, it's really a spectrum where any one of us could travel one way or the other on the spectrum. Now you may come in with certain genetics or life experiences or trauma or, you know, exposure to toxic environments that or injuries that cause you to have a higher risk for mental health symptoms. Um, but really anyone who faces a tremendous amount of stress can find themselves becoming depressed or anxious or even something more severe. And people who have that high risk for mental health issues can engage in practices in their lives, create kind of an ecosystem in their lives that allow them to move more toward the healthy side of the spectrum. So one of the things I think that this COVID crisis gives us is an opportunity for people to really start talking openly about 
depression, anxiety, feeling down or blue, feeling scared. Um, and you see this um, all throughout the media now. You know, people are being much more vulnerable. They're being much more honest. Um, even seeing the news announcers at home sort of without makeup, there's sort of a vulnerability that's starting to happen that I think holds the potential to not only have this summit be something that affects people right now, but really does change the conversation around mental health. I appreciate you sharing that. I want to bring back some clarity to the practicalness. What we're talking about is Never Alone, a global mental health summit. It's going to be held on May 22nd and 24th, and it will stream on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Vimeo Live simultaneously. Um, talk, share for people that are listening that want to get involved. Um, where can they get more information? How can they just find out all the details about this? Yeah, you can go to our website, Never Alone Summit dot live or dot live so never alone summit dot live um, you can register for the summit there again at no cost there will be a ton of follow-up resources um, it's 18 hours over the three days so we don't expect that many people will stay for the entire 18 hours so it'll be viewable on demand easily right after each day of the summit and we'll also be um, taking the content into the future and having a weekly webcast where we dive a little bit deeper into the topics that come up during the summit. And so we're hoping to be able to offer people a lot of um, access to resources that they may not have heard of um, so that they can use those practices and tools starting right away. I love it. I really think this is so awesome. Uh, I can't wait to attend, you know, and really take something out. I mean, I think that for all the people that are a part of, you know, my family and our community here at Charity Charge, um, my heart has been aching and going out to all the nonprofits, you know, across the country and the leaders and the employees of those organizations, particularly that are really feeling the stress and the effects of this. I think a lot about, you know, our mission here is always just to help nonprofit organizations and I think in a time like this, when there's a lot of uncertainty about the economy, fundraising events are canceled, um, other plans that were made that, and other sources of revenue that organizations were counting on, um, I really think that those in our community can benefit from this. So I really urge um, you know, everyone to check this out. I know this is a podcast, but in show notes and other places that we push this out through our channels, um, we'll certainly be linking to it. Um, and you know, we're just really proud to be a, a partner and work with um, work with you and the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation. So it's it's really really a pleasure that we can collaborate together, and um, I'm really looking forward to this summit. Thank you so much, and we're so happy to work with Charity Charge. You know, we use the Charity Charge credit cards for all of our staff, and I think it's so. This wonderful. was not rehearsed. But go on, yeah. You just make me. Uh -huh. Yeah, you, you can rehearse this. You can pay me later. Yeah. Um, but no, really, honestly, it's so nice to be able to know that um, all of our commerce is going towards something good. It's not only going to the sort of big bank corporations, but it's a, a going to a, tr a truly community-oriented um, enterprise. So thank you for everything you do. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I'm just trying to do something positive in the credit card industry. You know, I know there could be a lot of sometimes skeptic skepticism just in general around finance and banking. And so we're just trying to do something positive and put a smile on people's faces. And um, this is a long time coming, but I'm glad to finally have you on the podcast as well, Cassie. So thank you so much. Thank you, you so mind? much. 
you know, as we close out here, do you mind plugging, telling people where they can find more information for uh, the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation and then again also for the summit? Yeah, you can find out more about the work of the John W. Brick Mental Health Foundation at johnwbrickfoundation.org. And you can find out more about the Never Alone Summit at neveralonesummit.live. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm wishing you um, a lot of health, good health that is out in San Diego. Um, good vibes coming to you as well. Um, here from Austin, Texas. And thank you for being on the Charity Charge podcast. Thanks so much, Stephen. Bye.